you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Terrence Holt. And I'm Tori Holt. And you're listening to the NFL Players Second Acts Podcast. Peace. Peace. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm Peanut Tillman, and this is my guy, Roman Dalmatian. Uh, you got these spots, Harper. This is the NFL Players Second Acts Podcast. And uh, yeah, you like that intro, right? That was a good one. I did. It's more of a blend. It's not really a Dalmatian. Right. My hair is not spotted, but um, it definitely blends well. But thank you. Uh, first of all, let me give a shout out to all of our, our listeners and followers out there. Give us a, fi- a rating. Five stars, please. Wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio, wherever you listen, please continue to tune in, watch, hit, click follow, do all those special things. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Now, Peanut. Yes, sir. Who is our guest this morning in this beautiful studio? We, we got a good one today. We got a good one today. Fresh. He's he's local. You know, he's out of California. He was the number five overall draft pick in the 2009 draft taken by the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. Yes. Played 10 seasons, four different teams. He's one of only two quarterbacks in their first two years to go to the AFC Championship game. He works for uh, Fox Sports. He calls games now. He's a USC MFN legend. He is. He Can is. y'all please welcome in Mark Sanchez, ladies Appreciate and gentlemen. Thoughts. Thank you. Thank you. I promise you will never get another intro like that ever again. I know you do TV, but that is like one of the, you know. That was big time. That, Thank that you. Is a, that is a big time. Did you feel that energy? Now. I'm feeling good now. Did you feel that energy? I didn't know when I walked in. I was a little worried watching the whole setup. Yeah. No, yeah. we just. And yeah. then the intro scared me before the whole, you know, the Dalmatian. And then, but we're good now. I'm on. See? This is my uncle, though, man. Like he, <laughs> this is my uncle. This is the deacon. You got to think when you first saw this guy, he did not look. So I'm actually deacon older Harper. than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he looks like he's Bring about. Forward yeah, for him. Yeah, we're, we're like one of those deep southern families. We're like, yeah. I'm the uncle that's yeah. younger than the nephew. Yeah, you know you what know I'm it. saying? Like this backwards. is where we're at right now. So totally, yeah. totally. But backwards. it's all good. It's all acceptable. <laughs> but, um. Mark, this is my, my first question. It's very current. All right. You were on Hard Knocks at one point yeah, in time. Yeah. Have you watched I did. the Hard Knocks this year? Yep. And have you yep. been keeping up with it, knowing that it's the Jets? A lot of people didn't want yeah. the Jets. Or Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be on there. And we all kind of have our ways about Hard Knocks yeah. until all of a sudden you're on there. So it's, uh, give me your opinion on it so far. It is interesting. And there is a shift, I think, from the lead up to it. And then once you're on it, yeah. I think the lead up is a little scarier and bigger and 
you know, these big bad cameras are going right, to be in there. Right. But then when you're actually on it, you're so laser focused. And you guys know this as former players. You're just trying to, you know, you guys are trying to get the ball back. We're trying to score points like yeah, that. Yeah. You don't even think about it. And you say the same silly stuff that you normally would. I think. Are you, you know, mic'd up? Is, so it's most who, of the time. The everybody's kind of mic'd up. up. Who's kind of mic'd up? Uh, yeah. Or do you know? But they'll like in the follow game, certain players. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like yeah. specifically, generally the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you know, for this one, it's Garrett Wilson. It's Sauce Gardner. It's uh, Quinn and Williams. You yep. know, they want the you know the superstars, and then they'll throw the mics on some of the guys competing for jobs, and that'll be the you know kind of feel good story of the guy yes. trying to make the team, and he could be a special teamer, and injuries could happen. You know, all the same drama that they love to unfold that inevitably unfolds in 32 locker rooms around the league. They just capture one of them. Um, but yes, I, I have been watching only because we were on it before. Um, it, it, they do such a great job of, um, most importantly, just making the players and the stories see more of who they are. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Like, you know, people think like, okay, money changes you. No, I, I think it just makes you more of who you are. If There's you were charitable with a hundred dollars, you're going to be charitable with a million dollars. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So this Thanks. show should make you more of who you are. Well, if you're the raw, raw guy, if you're the breakdown, the team guy, you know what I mean? If that's your role on the team, mm -hmm. it's going to be even sexier on this show. Well, if you're not that guy and you try to be that guy, oh, it's gonna yeah. oh, dude, it's like the worst. You know, like when when somebody just tries to break it down and you're just like, ooh, mm. that guy couldn't even motivate me mm. to eat a sandwich. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is <laughs> this is rough and a free sandwich at that. So, it's I, I'm I'm happy for Aaron because I've known him for a while. Mm. He's been a polarizing character in the NFL soap opera that is every season, right? And now people are starting to get a chance to see him the way he is. Yes, as a teammate behind closed doors. <laughs> Without, you know, when you check all of your own personal, political agenda, baggage, all right. the stuff at the door and you can just focus on football and being a good teammate and working hard and trying to win games. I mean, what else do you want? The dude's unbelievable. I went to camp last week. They look sharp. Decker were there, right? Yes. Decker was there. I got a, I, dude, the kid makes a cameo in Hard Knocks. And Braylon Edwards is just blocking my visual the whole time. I'm like, dude, I'm supposed to be chance. this is this my this chance to yeah. read. Yeah. You know, this was this was about me. <laughs> no, it was it was, yeah. uh, it was funny. I they were doing the targets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was and this after or during? This was during practice. Okay, yeah. And they're walking over to start scrimmaging with the Buccaneers, and they're doing all these targets. And Zach Wilson might have hit one in like all thirty of the throws from three quarterbacks. <laughs> But in the episode the night before, I'm like, dude, you guys couldn't miss. So what's going on with the editing here? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so I gave him a hard time and then Braylon blocked my visual and that was it. Was there ever a moment that caught you off guard when you did the hard Yes. Knocks? So Because y'all did, did it with, with Rex, right? When, yes. With Rex. Uh, and he's go. already, yeah. he's like for the camera. Oh, and oh, he was built for it. You know what I mean? Like, built for it. I, I think that's so important to <laughs> yeah. talk about as well as like the yeah. NFL wants to yes. get a team that's they What's want the to show personality case? though. Like, yes, it, it, they want the personality. Yes. You want to, let's go get some F and ice cream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was, that was very Rex just off yeah. the cuff. And like, you know, as defensive guys, you'll appreciate this as offensive guys. It kind of freaked me out, but Rex was like, I don't care if we play the game. I don't care if we just fight in the parking lot. Like we'll just figure it out. And I'm like, well, offense doesn't work like that. <laughs> okay, that works for half the team. We'll go study a little bit. You guys go kick everyone's ass. We'll be there to try and score. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Rex was perfect for it, and um, I, I think the guys on it are are shining the way they're supposed to, and it just gives – it really is for the fans, and it gives them such insight on um, on what the players are like when you, you know, make fun of other guys. The rookies have to do their rookie show. Love, oh, love terrible, the show. By love the way. it. 
their rookie show was terrible. This year it was terrible. Yes, twice. I mean, one of the guys went up and did the the eight mile B Rabbit thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was fine, but I just I was you know unimpressed. You got to do the coaches meeting. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the standard rookie show is right. You make fun of all the coaches and maybe throw one or two players in there. So they didn't I, do all we that. did. I did a whole physio ball under mm-hmm. my shirt for Rex because this was before <laughs> he had the surgery. Right. Right. And he was right. real big. He was always snacking. So I had all these snacks in the top of the physio <laughs> ball under my thing. I put baby powder in my hair because he was all grayed out, yeah. you know? Oh, dude, we had a great team meeting. Do people understand like that, how much that brings teams together? When you have a good Dude. rookie show, if you're not in the locker room, you don't understand that. It, it, yeah, I've tried, I've tried to tell that it to people. Matters. It, it does matter. It matters. Most when great teams, they have great locker rooms. There is something. Like, okay, you have a great locker room, you have a great rookie show, and you generally have a good chaplain and a good chapel service. Yes. Right? Yes. Am I right? The, the best knows teams about I've that. been. Yes. Yes, he does. Best I agree. Like, talk on. about your first two those teams. teams. Those, those first teams two teams matter. Right? Those are chaplain was solid. Our rookie show is legit. The rookies from the year before would help the guys when they yes, were in the second they year. Hey, know. man, here's kind of what yes. we did. Check this out. Might want to think about this. Here's some idea. You know, you give them a little material <clears throat> just to make it good because you know you want everybody to enjoy it. The tightest locker rooms are the best teams. When it becomes different than just a job, when you're not clocking in and clocking out, right. you transcend football and become a family you guys know that's when it's like, okay, we have an opportunity at For least sure. to make a run at this yeah. thing. So I just team. love that at the rookie show, and I hate to beat a dead horse, but like you got to give effort, right? Oh, 100%. and the veterans are going to sign off whether you're yeah. a terrible singer. It's all about the effort. That's right. Did you put in? That's like, right. Did, did you, you put, even try? You know, that's where you gain the respect. Thing. It's like, the older brother yeah. thing. It's a, yeah. Write a passage. Yeah. Thing, yeah. It, you know? We all had to do it. And so did, what kind of effort did but you But there's get? always that one rookie that was like, I went to too whatever cool. school. Too I'm, cool. I'm too cool. You, I'm not jumping up there. Go, I'm not going to sing. Like, it's like, come on, man. That's how you gain the respect. Too cool university, veterans, man. You, nobody yeah. pick on me. You're going to get the worst. Yeah, You're going to get sure. it. Yeah. You're definitely going to get it. So we, had a, we, we had a couple of guys like that. But yeah, that, that locker room, that foundation is what I think is what brings you together. Me and you, Carolina, obviously we had a great year. Our yeah. good run. We're good teammates. Yeah. I'm sure you had some good teammates. Um, I want to kind of switch it. So... 2000, God, when was that? I think 2012. I was I was able to go to the White House, mm-hmm. uh, did an internship with FEMA, and my my, uh, my I guess my boss for the day or for the for the week got me in. Went to the White House mess, saw some some really cool stuff. Situation yeah. room. Now I know you went back in 2010. And with the show. Yeah. So yeah. I got a T-shirt on, and you thought it was just a dang. <laughs> you thought it was a steak. You got it. You thought it was photo. a steak dinner. Bro. So D Brick, yeah. like, talk to me that's about bad. what you. He was your plus so, one, right? How many buttons you got on that jacket? Yeah, that's a that's how many a old, that's a Steve Harvey. Oh yeah. man, so that was a different time. We didn't so, have the Euro Cup back then. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, so this is you guys at the. So state we dinner. get invited. This is at the state S T A T. Yes. Hillary Clinton state dinner, right? <laughs> no, it was uh, Obama. Obama. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And the Mexican president was going to be there. <laughs> He's he's trying. This is a totally different side story. Don't even worry. This is a totally different side story. He's trying to reach. He's reaching. Don't worry about it. That's an inside joke over here. Thomas is laughing back there because he knows this is a reach. I, I'm gonna let that. He, one go. Yeah, yeah. He, he owes so, us. He's gonna I lose do. a bet. I off do. That. <laughs> he's gonna lose a bet off that. I tried to sneak so, it in there. Yeah. We get invited to the state dinner. Barack Obama, the president of 
Mexico is going to be there and they're in the receiving line, the whole deal. Well, I remember getting this invitation and the Jets telling me about it in the Mm -hmm. PR office and like, there's a big deal. It's in the off season. You can make it, you know, they got a private plane and all this stuff. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, this is legit. So I called my brother and I said, uh, my oldest brother, Nick, who's an attorney. And I was like, dude, we have a steak dinner at the white house. And he goes, what? I said, a steak dinner. I get to go eat and like hang out at the White House. And he goes, did you just say steak dinner? And I said, yeah, they invited me to a steak dinner. He said, you idiot. And I was like, what? He goes, state, like United States, like state of the union, S-T-A-T-E. I was like, oh, okay. Well, either way, I'm sure they're going to have food. It's going to be great. It's going to be cool. He goes, steak dinner. What are you going to bring? A knife and A1 sauce? God, you're done. You know, he just gave me a hard time. So he informs me on exactly what it is. We take, I invited Brick because I knew he'd be all over that. Yeah. He's been on the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. He's awesome. So, and, and so, um, you know, diplomatic. He was just so well put together. And I was like, this he is the perfect, is. like, <laughs> kind of hangout for me and my man, Brick. So perfect we go, one. dude, we're on the plane and I left my shirt and uh, I left my shirt in the, um, in the, uh, terminal to leave on this private plane the fbo right how like an idiot and i have a t-shirt on i have everything else and i was like well i don't want to wrinkle it i'll put it up boom i'll take the jacket uh. and i just left it in the stall so we're in the air and i tell the <laughs> airplane pilot hey we have a problem the wrong thing to tell the guy because it was just about clothing not like there's a problem with the plane so right, he like right. went into freak out mode for a second we had to calm him down Boom. I said, Hey, I'm missing a shirt, whatever. He calls like ground control. They start calling around to men's warehouses or like other places I could go. So we go find a place I can get a shirt. I walked into the store. It's a men's warehouse in DC, close to the white house packed with people. Cause it's freaking prom for high school. Mm. Uh, so I'm like, I got like 200 bucks <laughs> in my pocket, holler at the manager. I'm like, yo dude, my name's Mark Sanchez. I'm with the jazz. I got to go to the white house right now. It is like an emergency. I left a suit, blah, blah. He's like, you're going to have to get the whole kit and caboodle deal. Whatever. That's all we got. So I'm like, all right, I'm trying on this stuff. I ripped one of the jackets. <laughs> that man in a little coat. It was hor- It was horrible. Just to get oh to those pictures God. was such an adventure. And Brick was just like, dude, this is my chance to meet Barack Obama. This Don't mess this Don't mess this up. In the White House and you're going to blow it. <laughs> so, uh, it was an adventure to say the least, but we had a ball and, um, you know, he loves the bears, man. Barack loves the bears. It- he I does get him to. I tried to look. He is a Chicago he, guy. He didn't mess around. He said, "No, nah, I can't be rooting for the Jets. I'm, I'm a Bears guy." I was like, "All right." Whatever. So who I heard Beyonce perform yes. at the state dinner. This was, I don't know if she was married to Jay Z at the time either. Was she? I don't know. In ten, eleven, she was married. I apologize. So, but I don't know if they had became like the couple at the time. No, not not, yet. not, not, not where not what they now. are now. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely not. But the fact that that concert just happened in like this outdoor tent, I mean, dude, the whole night was surreal. You know, I'm like thinking like, "Oh, can I take the silverware with me?" I'm like, "Oh my god, then I'm going to be on like the FBI's wanted list." <laughs> like, you don't know what to do there. You just try and act natural and I felt like such a square, but Was this was like incredible. the top of the like the food chain at this point in time in your life? Like had you done anything even close to this? And then uh, how do you ever like measure up to this again? Yeah. Um, I'm still trying, man. And it's been a failing effort. So thanks for reminding me. Um, I appreciate no, that. Um, <laughs> it was, it was pretty, int- I mean, that whole time with the jets, especially the first couple of years were this incredible blur of, um, some failures, but mostly successes. And like that, like 
almost top of the mountaintop trying to get to a Super Bowl, meeting people like that, meeting people out in public after games with my family that we've been fans of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, freaking Leonardo DiCaprio. You see anybody else or people when they start to know your name. Yes. Or you you see somebody and they're like, yo, I see Shaq at like a pool party in Vegas. He's like, Sanchez on the mic. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? That's Shaq, dog. Like we made it, boys. You know, like it's just, uh, it, it was a, it was a really cool feeling and, and that was no different. So being the overall, you know, the fifth overall pick in the, mm-hmm. in the draft was a two, uh, 2009 being the fifth overall pick. And then going to those two uh, AFC championships, your first yeah. two years, like, what do you think your greatest NFL accomplishment is? It's um, a great question. God, I think I think those couple of those playoff games on the road were yeah. um, some of my favorite. I remember, um, I remember Thomas Jones almost beating me up. T. Jones, um, yes. Thomas Q. He threatened to kick my ass because uh, I tried to throw like a little one step slant on the goal line against uh, the Bengals in the first round of the playoffs in the wild card. I was like a looky <laughs> in, in, run call and you want to do your own thing. And it would have been <laughs> just a walk in touchdown. For t- <laughs> so he, we scored on the next play, but he grabbed me by the face mask and he said, you know, with much stronger language. But if you ever do that again, I'm going to kick your ass in front of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yes, sir. <laughs> I was like, let's just hand this off. Uh, the San Diego game we played against the Chargers. Um, gosh, I think I'm pretty sure I played for free that game because I bought like 200 plus tickets. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. and then after the game, Thomas Jones got mad at me again because <laughs> I got to say hi to all my family members. And you were the last one. And again. Thomas, you know, I mean, he's he can act. He's like, and he's really <laughs> funny, but he's just quiet and doesn't like. He's not as outgoing, you know. He's not as. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's not as bubbly as a lot yeah. of people. You yeah. know, he's got this tough exterior. Well, <laughs> when he wants to joke with you, he's funny. And so I'm holding up the bus. And so he, cause all know, your people, people are like yeah. honking the horn. Like, dude, let's go. We got to fly back home. We got a game next to it. Like, all right, on to the next, you know? And I'm still like, wow, this is crazy. Thank you. Aunt Linda, you know, yeah. saying hello to everybody. And he goes, man, get your rookie ass on the bus. I don't care about all your skater friends from SoCal. Oh, sick game, bro. <laughs> just clown my ass so bad. The whole bus is just laughing at me. So it was, uh, it, it was, those are great times with, with uh, those playoff wins. It, it's got to be really Same cool being a rookie quarterback on that type of team. Big veteran presence, yeah. great defensively. Uh, all these big personalities, including your coach, and you're kind of the the cog that's kind of making it go. Yep. Uh, what was it like being a rookie in that moment? Also, I, I listened to a couple of your other podcasts or things you were talking about, and you got vets like Alvin Fa- Al Vanica didn't even talk to you, right? Dude, for, <laughs> until the playoffs. Yeah, you were like, he year. didn't even talk to me. Like, I don't even weeks. know. He just didn't talk to rookies. And didn't he talk would talk to, to somebody else to talk to him. Yeah. Hey, let's <laughs> switch up the staff count. Da, da, da. Al wants this. <laughs> Okay. We did it. Yeah. I'm Ted, like, he, he yeah. knows I'm here, right? <laughs> Ted, Ted Washington did the same like, did thing. Did I do something wrong? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's a vet thing. You got to, you got to earn the respect, whatever that means. But that's old so. school vet though. Oh, that, that is, that's, that is that's, very you, old school. You won't see that today. Like Some the, of that you lose over yeah. time. Yeah. But, Ruben, Ruben did that. Hey, tell, hey, go tell that rookie I want so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Rook, so, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't see that. That's, I'm not going to say that's when the NFL was fun, but that was just a different time. This is a different time. This is a different time, yeah. a different, a different hazing. Well, I, I think it's so different also because, uh, and 
you covered college. We'll probably we're gonna dive into that a little bit too. But it's you know a lot of more players nowadays. We didn't grow up knowing each other, right? Yeah. We didn't know each other, and so when you played a different color jersey, you were just the enemy. That's right. the only way I knew you was just an enemy. Versus now, everybody's recruited the same. Everybody's sure, sure, sure. social media. So like, yeah, it's easier to reach out to know each other. They yeah. kind of know each other, so it's a <laughs> yeah. little bit different. And you know, That's interesting. Maybe you had a, a a a. Maybe it's kind of like that with all the Southern California quarterbacks that all play, find their way into the Shoot. NFL at some point. I mean, you see each other growing up. You see the lineage when it started with really like, I mean, Marinovich way back, but like Carson, uh, Carson Palmer, Matt Liner, um, and then John David Booty ended up coming in from Louisiana, played a, a two years, and then I got to play. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Barkley, Cody Kessler, like that Southern California group of guys. And yeah. so you look up to all those guys, Darnold, all of them, and – it's important. It means something that in your community, in your region, that, you know, you're the guy and they're comparing you to the guys who've come before you yeah. and worn that Cardinal in gold. Like that's a big deal running down in the Coliseum. <laughs> that's a historic spot with, you know, popes and the best in rock and roll and music, um, Olympics, yeah. uh, USC football. Like there's some Super Bowls, like there's some serious heritage and tradition with right the Coliseum. So that there was always something like, wow, you're just proud to be a part of it. And I don't want to let anybody down. Yeah. You know, there was, there was that feeling like I got a responsibility here. All right. Fun talk fact. Go ahead. My wife, Jackie, her grandfather was a USC, uh, student body president when he went there. Let's go back in. I don't know what <laughs> I year. It. I don't know I like what year already. it was, but it was, he was, I a, love him. He's a big time alum. Like goes to every Let's game. Go, when y'all play Notre Dame, y'all we go got a overseas. game Saturday. Let's yeah. roll. I'll he, see him there. He is there. Like I'm when I tell you spends millions of dollars love it. on USC over the years. He loves USC so much he named his son, uh his grandson's name's Troy. Love it. That's how much he loves USC. I'm not even mad at that. That's the only way to live, man. Hey, <laughs> I mean, you guys all are, in. Yeah. All in. That's I, the only way to go. That's what it is. So I'm a guy from small country town, was never really in the spotlight until really I got to like the league. Yeah. I don't know about you in Alabama, but you're a guy, high school spotlight, mm-hmm. college spotlight, NFL spotlight, rookie spotlight. Even now you're kind of somewhat still in it in a way. What is What has that taught you over the years? Yeah, I think um, it's a white hot spotlight, especially when you get somewhere like the Jets. I right. think um, you're unique upbringing is not exploited but brought to the forefront like being a mexican-american hispanic-american that's been huge for me and that kind of support from a very loyal fan base that i mean they don't care whether you well you look great but you look different right like that's the thing right that's That's another selling point on mark sanchez it was i hope so going to new york it was like older but i'm trying (laughs) um so you know it it's it just becomes what you sign up for and you always remember that. Right. And I think one of the biggest lessons is, um, you know, you can't, don't ever complain about the spotlight when that same spotlight has given you or afforded you opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't have, whether it's, you know, eating at specific restaurants or doing these cool experiences or being able to go to the white house or whatever that is. If I was playing for some other team, maybe that doesn't happen if it's not in New York, you know, and uh, if you're not the quarterback, maybe that doesn't happen to you in that specific, um, you know, example. So, you know, you can't complain about it if you get something from it and um, do your best to 
you know, try and remain humble. And, and the thing I found that brought me a lot of joy when you're in those scenarios of being the guy or in the spotlight is when you bring your teammates or your family, right? Like you get, you get hooked up for Broadway tickets and you get to go to the premieres or you get to go to the premieres of all these cool movies that, you know, in New York city. Well, yeah, I'd love to go. And I understand you only have two tickets, but I got to bring at least two or three of the old linemen and their wives. So yeah, if we're coming, we're coming as a group, but you know, whatever. And they'd always come back and say, yeah, okay, you're all coming. So the guys would walk the red carpet, uh, with their wives. And then, you know, on the other end, it gives you a free night out with the boys later on. You yeah, know, you, yeah. The wives sure. are happy. They got to see a Broadway show, you know, and then the guys can hang one night. So, uh, but I think it's, I think it's important to bring the people either that helped you get there along with you or, you know, the people you're sharing that spotlight with to make sure you deflect some of it and make sure they get some love too. I think you've always come off Mark as one of those guys is like, like you said, you are in the spotlight. You every, you've been in every large market that's possible. Like this LA, is, New you've York. grown up in it. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. like what Dude, you Even done. when I started bouncing around. Yeah. Dallas, Chicago. Chicago yeah. I was like, yeah. DC. Philly, like, Philly, Philly. Like, all yeah. huge market. Like, can I just go play you were just Jacksonville? Born with it. Like no. you should have went to Green this Bay. Like, where's this, all the people? Where's the people at? And I played and I'm the only one up that played in small markets like yeah. you played in Chicago huge market that's huge yeah. but huge I didn't market. have the spotlight like that though. I know like, I you weren't the quarterback, oh, I the quarterback. No. But you're pretty big with, with all that being said though yeah because you trend you, you kind of did a lot for the game Peter. yeah dude. yeah and every time somebody punched a ball out <laughs> they mention your name already I appreciate it thank you very they, much they <laughs> mentioned your name all the time so uh the way you handled all that though your humility the ability to be able to you know, take the spotlight and then push it out on everybody else. I think that's a talent. Thank you. Uh, and a lot of quarterbacks, maybe they don't understand that or just people in general, yeah. what it's like to be, you know, with all the pressure that comes with mm-hmm. being the quarterback, the responsibility as well. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. But that's once again, like you sign up from that or for that from the jump, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. And looking back, it's like, you know, what would I change? What would I try and do different? How have I grown from all this stuff? I think one of the biggest things is I just didn't really face true adversity um, publicly like that until mm-hmm. I got to the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm getting good grades in school. I'm homecoming king. You know, I got a, a scholarship to USC. I'm going to be the quarterback at SC. I play at SC. We win the Rose Bowl. I'm an MVP. Boom. Now you're in the NFL and it's just like, oh man, this is just awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, go uh, win win eight games and miss the playoffs in New York, and then you're like, "Whoa, this isn't the real world." Wow. Yeah. What happened? Where did everybody go? How did <laughs> what happened to all the fun stuff? Yeah. Nobody's smiling anymore. People are pissed, you know. And you learn a lot about life and people and a little bit of adversity, and then you have to adjust. Okay, well, now what? You know. And so those are. Now that I'm a dad, I got a boy who's going to be seven. Those are like valuable lessons that I'm trying to impart on him about, dude, you're going to have so many advantages growing up, you know, and we used to say this in travel basketball, but (laughs) my dad's like, ah, we're thinking about adding this kid to the team, but he's a three car garage kid. <laughs> mm. Meaning, like, yeah. it, it, is he really going to grind? Is yeah. he going to scrap for a loose ball? Is he going to dive? Is he like, you know, does he get a cramp and come out? Like, and like it was that. a thing. And so that is, you know, now that I know some of the drawbacks of all those things going your way from the jump and yeah. becoming this star in New York or whatever, well, 
okay, what are my fears for the next one coming up? Right. Like for my son, I'm like, oh shoot, dude, we wake up and we're looking at the ocean. Come on, dog. This is bad. We need to go get an apartment like somewhere else. <laughs> How's he going to grind? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> how do I teach him? Like this stuff doesn't just happen. Like me and grandpa and your uncles were outside all the time, throwing the football, fielding ground balls, shooting layups. I mean, we went to Chargers Grinded. camp the other day. I almost had this crazy flashback because I remember at Costa Mesa High School where they practice, they did their joint um, practice or whatever at Jack Hammett, whatever. Well, that gym there, dude, I almost had like a full-on flashback because I remember my dad was gone. He was doing something as a firefighter. My brother took me to that basketball tournament in that gym in the parking lot next to where they were practicing. So I see the Mustangs on the wall, whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I remember this place. Dude, my brother kept me after the game because I missed two breakaway layups in our game and we lost by like a point or something. Dude, we went up and down the court and he would just launch the ball all the way down so I could run by myself after the gym had cleared out for like two hours. I must have shot 300 freaking breakaway layups and I was gassed. But it was like just a reminder of like, dang, that, grind. that's yeah. where it is. That's that's where it really starts. That's where that's who you really are if you commit to it. And then the rest, you know, you do your best. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back in a minute. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't Nick? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, tell me about this. All right, so number one, when did you know it was time to retire? And number two, let's talk about that transition yeah. afterwards. Uh, you know, you really didn't take any time off. Yeah. Uh, you went straight into doing TV. Yeah. And now you're doing the broadcasting and let's, let's kind of dive into that because we worked with some of the same people yeah. uh, on the broadcasting side. Um, so I think after Washington, um, it was pretty hectic. Things were getting hectic at home. Uh, my son and you know, my son's mom and I co-parent him. So if I'm going to be gone, uh, you know, most of the year, like, when am I going to see him? What does this next chapter of life look like? Um, and it was, it was just the right time. It's like, yeah. am I going to try and grind this out one more year with all this other stuff on my yeah. mind? Like <clears throat> I'm doing a disservice to the team I'm trying to make and maybe to myself. 
let's roll. Let, let's pack up and, and figure this thing out. This next chapter, I got a lot of stuff to... So you were ready. Out. I was I was ready. I knew I was really going to miss it, but I was ready. And I yeah. think at any point, I was really going to miss it. So yeah. um, I, I don't think anything would have changed there. Um, and then it was like, okay, now what? I can't just be, in my opinion, I, I didn't feel comfortable with um, nothing to do for my son to see. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want How old him was to see I, at that time. He was like three years old. Okay. But I didn't want him to see, you know, my, my dad used to play football. He made a bunch of money and now we just kind of hang out. Like, <laughs> right. I, I don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is, that is totally fine. It's just not I just was like, it's not you. I mean, maybe I don't have to put on a suit and tie every day, but I'd like to be doing something. Mm-hmm. I'd like him see me going to work, whether it was consulting or real estate or something. Yeah. And I couldn't really be coaching, although I'd love to coach. I was like, that's just going to go way too far. And I know like I'll go full send on coaching and then never you know, see. Never yeah, see exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I might as well try and play again. I, those are two of the same things. So I was like, all right, let's try this broadcasting boot camp. Tracy Perlman, uh, Jerry Madelon, a lot of people help get that set up. And that was really eye-opening for me on what some opportunities could be. And so we go through the broadcasting boot camp, which I highly encourage players. I wish I had done it my third year in the league, you know, like that really breaks my heart that I didn't do that. And I hope the players, if you have any interest in any of those boot camps, like public service announcement, I highly recommend going to one of those. It's free. They hook up your travel. You learn so much. You meet all the people you're going to meet anyway, right. That are important to know for your next endeavor. If you choose that forum, so important, but they basically tape everything that you do there. They send out all your, essentially like your demos. And, um, and then we got calls from ESPN. I had to go uh, audition for them and ABC jumped in that role with Jonathan Vilma. The last time I had talked to Jonathan Vilma was, uh, my rookie year. We played you guys game four yeah. in new Orleans. <laughs> I get picked off. By sharp, sharp, sharp house. Sharp going. We literally, and, 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 talked about that before well, you and he's like, going, hey, boy, sharp house call. Call. The house. Well, <laughs> the, the, it gets better. Cause he got the penalty. Oh, dude, it's, <laughs> It's, How did you and get fine. the penalty? So Sharp's too far ahead, or he's behind me, and I'm trying to, like, create a pile. You're taught, just create a pile, right? So I kind of just dive near Vilma. He chopped Vilma. In hindsight, it's <laughs> a little Vilma. too violent. It should have been more of, like, a tuck and roll, and it was a little more, like, direct at Vilma him. Vilma goes sideline. And he goes so sideline. Vilma, you know, he's horizontal. He's pissed, whatever. And then I get fined. And then the next time I talk to him was to call him and tell him, hey, I got the job. I'm sitting next to you on the desk at college football at ABC. <laughs> so I was like, bro, I'm sorry. Should we just talk about this now? He's like, hell yeah, we're going to talk about it now. <laughs> so Vilma, I thought he was going to whoop my ass the first day in the studio. He didn't, thankfully. And uh, he's been a great dude to me and just helped me a ton with um, just like in football. Like you, you look at the older guys on the team, yeah, the vets yeah. on the team. They're like your big brothers. It's the same thing in, in television, media, whatever, like Kevin Nagandi and, and Jonathan Vilma. Kevin were, Nagandi. <laughs> Kevin I like Nagandi. saying Nagandi. I love guy. saying that's, awesome. a, that's yeah. a dope name. So by the end of um, my time there at SC or at, uh, at sports center or ESPN for two years, um, I was staying in Nagandi's house in the basement yeah. and okay. we really? up in the, his kids are like crazy Philly fans, just like him. Mm-hmm. So the, all they wanted to talk about is, uh, Brent Selleck, Zach Ertz, LaShawn McCoy, you know, tell me about playing with this guy. Tell me about playing with this guy. <laughs> so cool. we'd be playing like knee football and knee basketball in the basement with his little kids. Yeah. And that's how close we became. Same thing we mentioned with <laughs> football when a broadcast or a crew becomes more than just a job and it's yeah. like your family. 
We had some great shows with those yeah. guys. Oh, I'm it sure. shows on TV. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I, I leaned on Vilma so much when I was first it's starting awesome, to get into man. it. He's just, he's honest. He's mm. brutally honest yes. about it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. He's not that nice of a person. He's a great guy, but he's, I mean. But you want his opinion. You want you his opinion. Yeah. yeah. You respect it. A lot it. of people will say, yeah, 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 you're doing great. You're right. doing great. And you don't get honest feedback. But that's tell the you. difference in, between in us, though. But that's the difference between you or us as athletes or professionals. When you make it to the highest level, you're you expecting run. critique. Yes. You want criticism. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what makes us who we are as people, Agreed. right? When you go into agree. the real world and a regular, I guess, a regular <laughs> job, you want people just yeah. to tell you how good you are, like right. a yes man or yes oh, woman yeah. or whatever. Like, it just doesn't make Like, whoa, dude, you can't say that. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> what? we got to get better like, here. What do exactly. you mean? That's all, I'm, I'm trying a, to grow. I'm a plus minus guy. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm everything in my life. So, did I plus do, minus me and I can move on. Yeah, everything I want is just plus minus. So, I guess. I am. I try to do the, the the boot camp. I tried it twice, and they like was like, "Nah, fool, we not we not taking your application." <laughs> I don't know if my my. Oh man, that's why he was looking at me all sideways when I was giving my answer. I was, I was like, just Dang. like, "Yeah." I did the broadcast boot camp. I thought it was, it was awesome. Up, plus. Thumb, big thumbs up. Two I thumbs up. I tried it twice, and my they were like, "No." <laughs> and maybe I didn't beg enough because you said the. Little, I did. I did. The, the I beg. My application it. was late, and then I just wrote like a really nice little personal thing at the end. They let me in. Last one in, and they let me. They said it was full. Then I wrote another follow back email, and they, it yeah. worked out anyways. And and then next, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing now. And awesome. uh, yeah. it's it's funny though, Mark, because because you went right into it. Yeah, Peanut went right into, went right into it. Yeah, me, I took a whole year off. I yeah. took 365 days and said I'm not going to do anything. I'm yeah. just really decompress and then I figure out. To, trust me, what, what I want to do. My situation was different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And, and you got your job pretty quick, though, right? They offered you like right away. Well, I did have to go interview or audition yes. at yeah. ESPN, but that's kind of why it happened so fast, right? Because of the demos that went out from boot camp, Correct. it was like okay, you have a couple different options here. You can do USC radio. You can do blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, we're starting like this fall then. This yeah, is, yeah, this is yeah, real. Yeah. Okay, let's go. And I go. don't think everybody understands. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, you're good. You get to get hired. Like, you can be good and not get hired. Oh, because it's all about hiring cycles. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's timing. It's, it's yeah. what, just what like name? Plan, just what, like playing. Tom Brady. Oh, we're, yeah. we're yeah. signing him. And, that, and those names, those, those on-field accolades will 100% get you in the door. Yes. Yeah. But if you don't study yep. and you're not keeping current with the game, if you're not talking to coaches and players and all that and, you know, fine tuning your skills, you get passed by. Right. Oh, like yes, the next sure, yeah. new sexy guy who's, hey, man, this guy's, you know, see ya. When I and retired, so, I literally did the same. Literally, it happened just like you had a had a media agent with CAA and. Well, I'm thinking about it maybe, and then I retired, and then I was here interviewing for Fox Sports, yeah. and then I did the interview and was like, oh, okay. I then, guess I'm doing this. And then th uh, two weeks later, I was like, yeah, they want you. They want you to do it. And I was just no like, choice. oh, like, okay. uh, <laughs> damn. Okay. And this is, and that was how I got into yeah. to doing the, you know. But at the, that point, you can't be like, all right, give me one year. No, you, you know, can't. Like, you, you yeah, can't mine was just kind of like. Unless you're Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. You like, give me Tom one year. Brady. <laughs> He's totally Brady. different than everybody else out there. The we six all know ring, that. Was it six, seven, six rings? I don't know. They got him out here in the walls yeah, in the NFL studios. Have you yeah. seen Tom Brady on the wall? He looks like a Game of Thrones. Like he has like a Iron Man. I didn't see it. 
I'm just, I mean, he was in Tampa Bay, though. That's my only thing. I mean, yeah. what's wrong with like, He won a well, Super Bowl he, in yeah. Tampa. What's wrong with that? It's the I mean, most, re- it's recency bias, you know. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? I am with that. I can, I can respect that. I can respect that. I just, I just was thrown off. Um, I was listening to you talk about Kevin Nagandi, too. And maybe you give everybody else some advice that want to get into the broadcasting or the analyst work. And you said the thing that really helped you with Nagandi, how he just took you under his wing, was that, you know, <clears throat> He's like, look, don't focus on anything else. Yeah. You just deliver what you know, the knowledge that you know, being a quarterback, the eyes in which you see the the football game, the the game through is what we want to yeah. see and be able to break that down for people. It's like, I'm just going to ask you football questions. Exactly. And you just give, give me, me football, football answers. answers. That's it. Yeah. And like, just stay simple. in that lane so funny. and you will shine in this business. And it's so true. And then along the way, you're going to learn different skills and they seem kind of silly but like how long is a 30 second answer i agree i heard you how talk long about is that, a yeah. minute how long is a ha- minute and a half how long is a five minute debate with four panelists three panelists like so until you're in those situations mm-hmm. you're not going to know but the biggest thing to try and understand early is like this economy of words how can you say you know without talking over people yep uh and if you drop a little terminology be ready to explain it mm-hmm. quickly um like, how can you get your message across and articulate your point? And Kevin was so good with that because during the breaks, sometimes we'd, we'd be doing rap shows. So basically we're talking over highlights. Yep. And, you know, oh, I could see like, whoa, the left tackle's way up or bam, that, that running back has to block that guy or whatever. He goes, great. I'm coming to you. You good with this? Vilma, you good with this one? Bam. And so he would set us up yeah. like a point guard all the time with like just a nasty pass. <laughs> Boom. We're in. <laughs> Exactly you didn't miss, what he you didn't miss the layup. Yeah, you, you and could not, not miss this the time. Not, yeah. this time. <laughs> not this time. Your brother helped you out. Your brother helped you out. <laughs> exactly. So, um, he he was he was great. But I mean, the sooner you get those reps, and that's really what it you comes said down that earlier, to. Just getting the reps, whether it's football, well, that's what you basketball, basketball. at the local. Well, that's what you learn at broadcast boot camp. It's yeah. reps, dude. <laughs> it's like that's what you learn. It's reps. So I want to hear. Just give me a quick. 30 second oh. story <laughs> okay. on something you did at the broadcast boot camp where you just trashed or no, or not. Have you ever just fell flat on your face? Live TV? Uh, yeah. I mean, give I me, give been. me, give me one of them stories as a 30 player seconds. <laughs> or not as a player, okay. as a, as an analyst in there. Um, <laughs> let's see. As an analyst, golly, or just something you were just like, man, that's live TV. I totally messed that up. Um, Cause I've I've been there. Oh, a million national I mean, TV. Oh my god, a million times where you just kind of <laughs> blank. I've watched my prior broadcast before, and you're kind of like your point just kind of is like dangling <laughs> thing, and you're. I'm like, who are you talking? <laughs> um, and sometimes I find myself saying stuff like that. I hear my dad saying mm. to me, you know, like. Um, like we're watching in warmups or something like that. And I'm glad it didn't make the broadcast, but like you see guys throwing the ball and it's like routes on air. They're basically playing catch and you see them like drop three in a row or miss three in a row. And you're just like, what do we call this game catch or chase? What what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> and so I'll say stuff like that. Or, you know, my dad, my you didn't dad, even know you were listening to. Yeah, I know. And I, I just, <laughs> it was so weird, but, um, he would say, um, you know, he, he dropped him like a bad habit or he dropped yeah. him like a bad yeah. transmission or, um, you know, he would just have these weird sayings and I've said them on air before. And I immediately like hit the talk back button to mute myself. And I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and my producer's like, I love it. I love it. You sound like you're 70 years old. I'm like, great. Thanks. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. I, I talked about Kirk cousins one time 
And similar to Aaron Rodgers, I think this quarterback show that he's been on has really helped his brand. Oh, the, and people the Netflix think, one? Yeah, because yeah. everybody thinks he's b- yes. beyond boring. Yes, <laughs> and he's not. He's like pretty funny and interesting dude. But he's he's super nerdy. Yes, he owns his so nerdy. nerdy. Yeah, but it, but it's but him. It's, but it's him. It's him. And then on the field, he's like a stone cold killer dog. Like he wants to win just like everybody else, if right. not more. Well, I made a comment because he got all out pressure. They had a little tight end shallow cross, and he flips it across his body, all the way to the opposite sideline. Gets his completion first down, crucial first down, and they end up kicking a field goal to win against uh, Seattle a couple years ago in Minnesota, one of my games for, for Minnesota on Fox. Well, I said, listen, say what you want about Kirk cousins. He might call his pants trousers. He might wear those said trousers up to his navel. I don't care. He's a stone cold killer. And those are the kind of third down plays against pressure in the red zone. You have to execute if you're going to fillet a defense. And that's what he just did. And that was like one of my favorite things. That <laughs> hits, that's the best that. call ever. I love that. That's your like, best Yo, call dude, you right gotta, there. You got to be cool with Kirk. Like you can't paint him out to be a nerd. I'm like, guys, he, he is. He is, <laughs> like, he is a nerd. <laughs> he is. How do you like that? It, it, it's you like, funny. You like that, don't I love you? It. Because like. Players recognize it, right? Oh, players, 100%. we know. Yeah. And it's the same way with like Russell Wilson. You never hear anybody say how great or how cool he is. He's, he's a great player. Great player. He's so corny. He's, he's yeah. corny. He he's comes corny. across to every other player. We're like, dude. I he's mean, that guy. He's that guy. He is and that, it's okay he's that if guy. You own yeah. it. Like everybody's cool. It. That's the best thing about the locker room is like nobody really wants you to be anybody but yourself. No. Oh, yeah. But be yourself. And it's open game. Yeah. It's fair. It, everything's even, fair. Yeah. It's like, like everything's good. fair. <laughs> yeah. Every, there's yeah. Everything. The, yeah. I, <laughs> I was going to tell some stories, but I, I I think we'll do that. Off. Family show. Family, family show. show. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, everything's. Yeah. I, I won't stop crying. I, you know, I cry as soon as I laugh. <laughs> That every you're having a good podcast. Every, every time. Oh, what? Every yeah, time. Yeah, no, I cry. All, like, the deacon, I onion, the deacon cries. Yeah. Stop onions over here. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a thing. So this is what? This is our second year doing the show? Uh, I think we're heading, like, we're, we're rolling into Ascending it. into our second year. Yes. And our goal is to get this thing, be national. I love Just, it. We, we trying to kill it right now. We're trying to, you know, wear our trousers up to our navels <laughs> or whatever. We're really focused. And, and we're just super laser focused. You being in the broadcast business, mm-hmm. what are some of your goals as a broadcaster? Oh, like, man. how far are you trying to go? Um, what are you trying to take this? You trying to get Emmys, <laughs> Tonys? Listen, I think that stuff would happen on its own. Yeah. I think these first two years have been a great um, foundation for me. There's a third year, contract year, mm. you know? So, mm. um, contract year. Yeah. Fox, yeah. There we go. Let them know. So, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm really coming into my own. I feel like... I was my first year. I felt like I was treading water a little bit, like any rookie at anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And the next year, which was this past year, once Kevin Kugler and I, my partner and Laura Oakman, who I, both of them, I love to death. They, um, we were in London and we call this awesome game, the first round. And we get to stay for like 16 days in London and do the second game because Fox took those games last year, both really good games. One of them was the saints. Um, and it was, we finally like clicked yeah. me and Kev, at least I felt it totally yeah. click. And Kev was a little tight before, cause this was going to be the biggest broadcast he'd ever been on. I was definitely nervous, but I've also walked out on the field in the Coliseum in the Rose bowl and AFC yeah. championship game. I'm like, dude, spotlight. I'm yeah, I'm scared, but this is going to be awesome. Cause somebody's getting their ass kicked and it ain't me, you know, yeah. like, let's yeah. roll. You yeah. know, you just get into that mode of whatever. Right. And so I start massaging 
Kevin's shoulders like I'm his cut man in boxing. I'm yeah. like, let's go, champ. We ready, champ. We going to feed it to him today, yeah. baby. Let's go. You know, and I'm just messing with him and trying to loosen him up. And he has this awesome call. And after the game, I just gave him a huge hug. I'm like, dude, you freaking nailed it. You freaking nailed it. I knew you were super nervous, but you nailed this, dog. We got this. Like, let's roll. We're not looking back anymore. We've kind of hit our stride here. Let's go. And so ever since then, which was about October uh, of the last season, I felt like we're on this great trajectory together. Now, after this year, who knows what's going to happen, but it just feels like, hey, let's just keep stacking them. Just keep adding yeah. another one to the can. As soon as we put it in the can after the game, I want a fist bump. We do our quick wrap up and then like, boom, let's get on to the next week. Let's do it again. I want to be, you know, get better each time. Tell me when I'm off. I'll tell you when you're off. And so we have such a good rapport now. It's like, let's see how far we can take it. You know, I'll, I'll go as long as they can, yeah. you know, as long as they'll let me hang around, I'm ready. I, so, I love that. I love I'm that attitude. It. The podcast that you do with Nick Mango. Mm -hmm. I love it. First of all, the name I'm the sold. Exchange. The exchange. The, I, the name's important. Who came I, up with the name? Yeah. I think that, it wasn't me. That was somebody at the jets. I think it was Matt Sickoff. Okay. It, beautiful done. Yeah. It's the most important <laughs> thing, the element yeah. of the game that Need nobody it. talks Need about. It. Yeah. The center to quarterback exchange. I mean, it, it starts the whole play. It's, Nothing happens till the quarterback says go, and the center's got to give a great sound. You know? Doesn't his sister play center? No. Or his sister play center? No, she's like a weightlifter. She's a weightlifter? Like, yeah, yeah. She's uh, an okay. Olympian. I was she's something like that. It was yeah, something yeah, like that. I, I didn't know if she was like sport. Yeah. I, knew it was, I knew she played sports. Yeah. She's nice. strong as hell. <laughs> yeah. It's all right, man. Just throw it out there, bro. It's all right. It may be the stick. It's all right. Wrong the same segue. thing with the Hillary. The same thing with the Hillary comment earlier. It's just like, dude, I'm just trying. Throw it out there. Just I'm throw trying it out with there. the state dinner. Yeah. Now starting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Peanut Tillman. Throw it out there. Just whatever. Hey, I, I tried. Has has that element upped your game in other parts? Yeah, I think of your game. Like, what is a podcast? How does that so, help yeah. ele elevate your game? It's interesting. So you have so much time to really expand and tell these mm -hmm. stories mm -hmm. on podcasts. And that's one of the things you learn at Broadcasting Bootcamp. But story sell. People want to hear the stories. Yes. Yeah. You know, we're going up to do um, Geno Smith, his first game. Well, well that's going to be awesome. Yeah. How about his Rams career? Rams at Geno. But it's like, okay, Geno was the uh, comeback player of the year. Okay, why? Tell me why everybody's going to say he's the comeback player of the year, but why? So that's been like my off season project a little bit. As soon as we got this game is okay. I need to go find some specific plays of why and yeah. where I've seen him improve, whatever. Well, with, with Nick on that show, that's what it becomes. You try and like fine tune your skills for that forum. And one of the other, you know, uh, we're giving away all the broadcasting bootcamp secrets, but <laughs> understanding the forum. Who's the audience? Yes. Right. Where are you? What's the setting? Like, who are you? Who are you with? And then who's watching? Who's listening? Are they watching at all? You know what I mean? And so those kind of things help me stay sharp for when I do studio with Fox or call a game because that's very, very different. When you go do speak for yourself or speak now at Fox with mm -hmm. Emmanuel Otto, that's different than sitting down with Colin Coward. And just a totally different show, a totally different audience. And so you got to be ready to go. Like, I've never been as nervous as I am walking up to the speak set because Marcellus, you know, yeah. Joy, uh, Acho. Like, Acho's bringing some heat. heat yeah. Yeah. So you got to be like, heat. I need a couple extra, like, on my belt loop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need a couple extra points just in case I get in a back and forth. Yeah. Well, for Colin Coward, it's, okay, tell me a great story about this. Tell me your experience mm -hmm. about this. How can you relate to that? player that I'm asking you about, whatever. With Mangold, we're just hanging, talking to these people that love the Jets. And so, okay, this is 
a little more softball than a lot of stuff. We're not breaking news. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. we're not trying to get gotcha on yeah. the podcast. Like, ha, you said it on ours and we got all the news now. That's not really our vibe there. You know, so I think a lot of it's being able to be versatile. Mm-hmm. Once again, Nagandi, he does Little League World Series. He does Sports Center. He does Saturday college football. He, you know, hosts different shows for them, award shows, all that. He can do it all. Like, I want to be able to do it all a lot for, you know, whatever company wants to hire me and it just gives you more opportunities the more you can do no i love that and all right so now to the fun, fun stuff questions. Uh-oh. all right oh boy <laughs> number one what was the most outrageous purchase you had when you got to the league and don't tell me about no <laughs> bought my, my mama house i don't want to hear about it give me that something true, <laughs> give me something okay remember uh this is why my wife now hates when i buy stuff on instagram because mm. i'm a complete sucker for those <laughs> stupid ads that come up on they instagram. pop up a lot more now too me coach too. in the moment you click on here you oh dude i'm all over them <laughs> so before that for this younger generation um there was a thing called sky mall remember sky mall on the planes when you'd yeah, fly? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, those oh, magazines yeah, yeah. yeah the mag and they had stuff crap from the sharper sharper image, image they yeah had stuff yeah. from you name it they had it all right so I finally had a little bit of money and I had seen these damn magazines forever since I was a little kid and stuff. And I was just like, that would be so cool to one day. Just like if I ever made money, just go through Sky Mall and just start circling everything I wanted to get. Coach, I got Harry Potter wands. I got, I put a, I lived on a golf course. I got like a six foot uh, Bigfoot statue. I remember the Bigfoot statue. I bought one and put it out on the golf course just to mess with the golfers, like kind of hiding behind a tree. Never picked it up. Just left it. <laughs> left See it. if anybody got scared. Um, there was, uh, remember Gollum from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yes. There's one of him crawling out of the ground that looked like it was a statue. Mm-hmm. It was like this big. Got that. Uh, remember the Cryptex? Um, oh, from uh, the, the, the Angels and Angels Demons, Demons or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise or yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. That thing got one of those. I saw, I, I remember that. Dude, yeah. I mean, he's the, so lost right now. Yeah. I'm, clearly, you, you two did, are reading I'm the Sky Mall. I'm clearly. I got a clearly. Harry Potter wand and it was like $850. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever bought it was a stick that said like <laughs> Harry Potter on it. I'm like, I could have made this. But regardless, I just was so excited. Big kid. Have, yeah, just like a, a, big a big kid and just bought some really dumb stuff. Well, I'm yeah. excited about that uh, you paid $800 because I bought my kids those same wands at like Universal Studios last yeah. summer for like 85 and I yeah. was mad then. Well, this was, and mine doesn't work. Just yeah, and this was like, <laughs> makes no yeah, yeah, yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> well, theirs at least makes noise. Did you have, and did you if you're in the park, it could or do anything, or you just no, no, bought No, no, this was in 2009. This is my rookie year. Yeah, okay. You just, just, I'm, just, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is just living the dream. one of those. Oh, I need one of those. Yeah. Dumb stuff. Just dumb stuff. So my rookie, I had my NFL rookie moment, you know, where Ted Washington put me in this cart, made me drive around, pushed me, made me make all these sounds. And at the end, he finally picks it up and he throws it with me in it. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the NFL rookie. Give me your welcome to the NFL. What was Um, your welcome to the NFL moment? So, well, my first practice with Bart Scott, I mean, he like, he was leaning over the center, like over Nick. And so immediately I was like, is there no offsides? 
And so he's just screaming, you Richie Valens, La Bamba looking, hey, <laughs> Nacho, I'm going to call you Nacho. And I can't even like say the snap. because yeah, La Bamba's pretty good. La Bamba's nice though. Pretty good. Not my Richie. Not my Richie. And everybody was just like crying, laughing. I'm trying to get, just get the first snap, you know, and hand off like lead zone week, you know, like yeah. day one install type stuff. And we could barely get that off the ground. The very first time I got in the stadium against the Rams at uh, the old Giants stadium, we played our preseason game. And I come in, and as soon as I said, said hut, my mouthpiece falls out of my mouth. <laughs> Freaking defensive guys are like, what an idiot. <laughs> so that was embarrassing. And then I think one of the worst ones was it was my second year. Um, I got these um, for Mike Pettin and Rex in the defensive room. I mm-hmm. put a bunch of stink bombs everywhere and crushed them in their room right before meeting <laughs> and dude they were pissed so pissed that they got the keys to my car when we were out at practice undid the sunroof and had this guy show up at the facility and in flooded my entire car they filled the entire car with packing, packing peanuts, peanuts. <laughs> and then closed it so when i opened the doors just flooded with peanuts um so yeah that was that was a good little welcome to the nfl and don't mess with the defensive room <laughs> kind of deal so mm, are, i just love the creativity good. of yeah. the hazing and <laughs> yeah. the get backs yeah and the, the the unlimited amount of money we're willing to spend to get you back like <laughs> there is no end the, like the, the we alligator will spend thousands yes. of dollars yes to prove a point you remember yeah. the alligator <laughs> yeah you yeah. got an alligator he got Ron Revere we with get, an alligator it yeah was that's, that's a whole in his personal story. shower like <laughs> peanut was up at like 5 a.m <laughs> That's a to whole pull off a prank. story. This is it's so worth it. It, it is, is so worth it. Yeah. Fake big old fake alligator, like a five foot alligator. Just <laughs> yeah. Looks very real too. Oh, he awesome. scared everybody for a whole day and a half. It was good. awesome. Um, it was good. great. All right. Uh you talk about your uh welcome to the NFL. Um how about your your welcome to marriage Ooh, moment? Yeah. What was like um, and do you have any right. advice? Because we all stink at it over here. So, like, I'm an expert. I'm like three months in. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I got that, nothing. It's, it's, um, it's, you're not going to get any better than where you're no, at right now. I think <laughs> Perry, Perry planned I like an, incredible, an incredible wedding. And my thing was like, I was just happy she invited me. Yeah. You know, like, it was the video looked great. Perfect. I saw it. She, um, Good colors. She nailed all that. And she picked out like 99% of it. Every occasionally I'd get to input a little bit, give a little input, but um, she, she dialed it all in. And I'm so lucky to have somebody who balances me out, right? Cause I can go like hard charger, no feelings, just like, I got to get this done. Like, let's go. We want to be the best broadcast team, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's just such a good balance of like, hey, let's, Take a step back, relax a minute. The world's not over today. Like, let's just hang in there and just give a little time to the fam. Let's, you know, do some other stuff. Get your mind off of that for a second, and then you'll be refreshed, ready to roll. So she's perfect balance for me, and uh, we had so much fun. So much fun at the wedding. Uh, honeymoon, we went uh, to Safari in Africa, which was incredible, mm. dude. I highly recommend if you guys haven't gone, but um, I- I've never seen – like nature like that it's like what watching in africa uh we went kenya and tanzania okay and uh <laughs> so it's we saw the great migration of the wildebeest mm. two million wildebeest in every direction that you can see through binoculars and in front of your face like, like 25 feet they're right next yeah. to you and they just go non-stop and they're moving through the camp and it was incredible man watching these lions hunt and mm. It, it was, you see giraffes nursing, uh, baby lion cubs nursing. Like, yeah. it was beautiful, man. It was it was really cool. And that was, once again, her, she planned it all with this uh, incredible travel planner. So, now, 
What Cold were the bro. mosquitoes like? No mosquitoes. <laughs> they weren't bad. Not as bad. <laughs> Not was, as bad I'd as here. That is a next. question I no. never would have thought of. No. You what know about what? the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the mosquitoes? Are they the on mosquitoes. you like that? Because they're usually on her too. Yeah. They attack certain people. I think it's a thing. It's either a blood type or like your temperature. It's something. They like black people. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I get ate up, dog. Ate, ate. See, I'm not terrible. My wife is. She gets it so bad, but. Um, they have all the the places out there. Nobody has off or like any of the stuff we sell here in the U.S. You know, they have like the regular stuff that's in plants, you know, and they'll like strip down some plants. And then rub it on you. And rub it on you. They got the peppermint, like natural vanilla this or whatever. And it was like, oh, you don't need all that other stuff? (laughs) We don't even need it. Yeah. It's a waste of money. Dude. And it was, it was that. It was really cool to see that. You you literally see the mosquitoes come near and it's like the natural stuff and there's make a U-turn, gone. That was really cool. That's cool. So, Mount Rushmore, four people. Okay. What is your personal Mount Rushmore of people that have had success in childhood, high school, college, NFL, just out your entire life? Good Lord. Um, I mean, sheesh. Pop's got to be on there. I mean, there's four places, which is perfect because I have two brothers, my dad and my mom. That's, that's a no brainer. Um, I think, man, like mentors and stuff. Um, coach Carroll's got to be on there. I think Bob Johnson, my high school coach, has got to be on there. Oh, man, this is a hard one. Yeah. Um, when it comes to just straight up football, I mean, whether it's Aaron or Tom Brady, uh, man, I think ability throwing the ball wise, it's got to be Aaron. Mm-hmm. If it's accomplishments and Super Bowls and winning and all the records he said, it's got to be Tom. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Yeah, because all time, all time, all time favorite athlete ever was Kobe Bryant. Probably second would be Carson Palmer. And I was Carson's ball boy and water boy when he was in high school. Really? Yeah. yeah like I, Carson was like my dog. So Coach Carroll had to make this tape, this highlight tape of plays that Carson ran. And plays that I ran when I filled in for John David Booty for three games moving into the next year. Because I would only go in the office and watch Carson tape. I would watch all old film of him and Norm Chow. And, um, Norm you know, Chow. All these guys. Yeah. Big time West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Green yeah. Kelly, freaking um, Mike Williams, like all these guys, right? So um, Pete had to make this like 15 play clip. And it went Carson play, my play, Carson play, my play. And they're almost identical plays because we're running the same offense. So it's like, you know, play action to the left, boot out to the right, throw the deep comeback on the run. Boom. Carson does it. I do it. And so after the, the matchup or after the mashup of the tape, coach girl's like, what'd you see? And I said, Carson's awesome. (laughs) And he goes, all right, (laughs) every play we put in there, like, look, and he showed me the, the, the description of all the plays. He's like, you did exactly what Carson did. I need you to be our quarterback. I need you to be Mark Sanchez, not Mark Sanchez trying to be Carson Palmer. Take Carson off the pedestal, and I need you to be yourself and be our starter because you're going to be our starter this year. And that's kind of how he told me. Like, that was – and I was like, damn. So, like, that is how I resonate with – or how Coach Carroll resonates with me. Yeah, for sure. I'll never forget that of him making me me and go – you know, I had to get through something to get where I wanted to go. And he knew part of that was taking Carson down while respecting him, of course. But uh, so, yeah, that that kind of encompasses two of those guys that I love. I think it's really cool how uh, sometimes not all people have like this over th- this confidence to where uh, 
we still need to be told we oh, can yeah. do it. Oh, that yeah. we can achieve. You believe it. That it. it's okay yeah, 100%. to believe in yourself and 100%. that you got it all. We just need you to go do it. Oh, yeah. So um that's that's really special, man. Appreciate you sharing sharing all your stories, Mark, man. Uh it's been a it's been a blessing, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you guys. We're gonna hang out more. You guys are in SoCal, I'm with man. It. Come yeah, on. I'm winning. We ain't doing nothing tonight. I need to go to Dana Point. I used to live Let's in Crossman. So yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Hey man, I'm just trying you. to golf. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just trying to go. Who am I kidding? We're going to get three holes for you, boss. Yeah, for sure. We're going to get three or four holes for you. We're going to get a round of golf at the hotel. Thanks, man. Hey, well, I'm Peanut Tillman. This is Roman. That's Mark. And this is the NFL Players Second Ass Podcast. And we out. And uh, also, I know we're out, but I want to thank our listeners as always because they're the ones that make all this thing go. And so thank you guys. Continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Wherever you listen or pick up your podcast, that was Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio. Please continue to tune in and follow us. Hit click follow. Give us a review. Let's do this thing. Appreciate it. We're out. 100 Dalmatians, we out. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.